Are y'all like, um, do y'all watch anime at all? Like, I'm a big anime fan. Um, kind of grew up watching the shit. Like I said, I talked about it uh, in my last podcast with Dragon Ball Z. It was more of a rant about some stuff, but I'm a big anime fan. And it's not all just Dragon Ball Z. Like, I've watched some shoujo anime, which if you are familiar with those terms, shoujo literally is like a romance thing. It's usually for, like, women <laughs> or girls, but I've, I've watched a few of those. Um, I've watched like anime that was just completely outlandish out there with its subject matter. I've watched several Yuri series. I've watched one Yaoi series. Um, I I've watched a bunch of different types of anime, if you are familiar with those terms. But now that anime is something that's kind of pushed forward into the mainstream, how do y'all feel about that? Because growing up for me, that was something that I watched in private. It wasn't kind of a thing of like... In elementary school, everyone was kind of aware of it because you were children and it came on during the hours that you were at home from about four o'clock to about, what, six o'clock or something like that on Toonami's original um, programming block. It was something like that. So when I was in elementary school, yeah. But by the time we graduated and went on to middle school, around that time, you were supposed to have moved on from cartoon that was trying to fuck girls, right? That's all it was about. By the time you got to middle school, you're trying to, you know, get that nut off. That's all it was about. So... Meanwhile, I, myself, was still like, yeah, I'm trying to get some pussy, but I am definitely not going to miss this new episode of Dragon Ball Z, right? <laughs> that's just how I was. Um, but now anime is something that's super mainstream, and it's just a reflection of the times because superhero movies are extremely popular. Things like Game of Thrones are extremely popular amongst the crowd. Video games are very lucrative at this point, so I don't know if because of that, that has led to nerd popularity rising up, but it does seem like because of the fascination with gameplays and streaming services such as Twitch, YouTube gameplays, things of that nature, that the nerd culture has just become part of the mainstream culture. Now, it's different for me because I didn't have to hide watching anything because I was different growing up from most of my uh, contemporary nerd friends. <laughs> um, I still played football and sports and shit, you know, growing up, and um, I still had a clique of niggas that I used to hang around with or whatever. We used to get into, like, dumb, you know, stupid shit. You know what I mean? So I was never quite the traditional nerd in that sense. The only traditional value that I had was that I collected, and I still do now. You know, I still collect various anime properties, you know what I mean? But other than that, I never had to hide anything. I know for a fact um, there were people who were... um different schools than myself, you know, different areas. They had to hide that shit a lot. I mean, up until like college, so to speak. And I was like, wow, man, that's crazy as hell. So how do y'all feel about it being in the mainstream? I fuck with it. I'm actually happy now that kids of the younger generation can just freely watch anime without someone going, man, you watch that? Yeah, yeah, it's fucking anime. You know, because that's just something that I was hearing back in the day. So it's just kind of dope, you know, hearing that now and seeing that that these kids are able to watch this anime freely without too much judgment, you know? And I think it really started with like, um, I remember like when, when like, uh, SAO and Tokyo ghoul and like killer killer stuff like that, when those started like blowing up in popularity, all of a sudden they became like the mainstream thing. When I started seeing that shit at like hot topic and Spencer's and shit. And I was like, yeah, 
these anime are becoming like super mainstream. And then My Hero just kind of burst through and made everyone accept that. And Attack on Titan made everyone really accept anime. So I was like, yep, this is something that's moving on to the mainstream. And celebrities endorse it. I saw a fucking image of uh, Snoop Dogg reading Naruto. So I was like, wow. You know, it seems like everyone is kind of into it. Or they might have already been into it and just are now starting to finally say, hey, I'm into this. So... I think it's cool. I really think it's cool because I'm a big anime fan. So seeing it in the forefront of our culture and not in the background is something that's cool as shit to me. I really appreciate it. I appreciate people's enthusiasm when it comes to cosplaying. I appreciate everyone's enthusiasm when it comes to doing reviews, uh, an uh, analysis, things of that nature. I really appreciate it, man. But what are your thoughts on it? What, what do you guys think about anime being a mainstream staple? You fuck with it or not? Nah? Are you guys into anime at all? Do you like anything to do with Japanese culture? Because if you do, then the Verve app is the right app for you. That's Verve, V-R-V. Verve was designed to be able to get various anime to you directly when you need them to at the earliest convenience. It updates the newest episodes. There are simulcasts available so that you can watch your brand new shows side by side with the Japanese dub as it's happening. Verve is commercial free. Verve has programs from Crunchyroll and High Dive. Thank you very much, Sentai Filmworks. It also includes some of your classics such as Dragon Ball Super, such as um, the... Rising of the Shield Hero. It also includes My Hero Academia. Various new titles, various old titles, super classics. I've, I've, I've even seen some very old Gundam stuff. Some super, super old Saint Seiya stuff that's on there. So if you're into anime of any kind, you want to get some nostalgic moments going, or you want to fucking binge watch something that's totally new, I recommend Verve. If you're looking to watch Fire Force, Verve, it's on Verve. You should watch the entire thing. It's So now the smoking age of my country is 21 years of age. For those of you who don't know, on December 20th, 2019, uh, bodies of government decided to raise the age to consume tobacco-related products to the age of 21. I don't have any issue if this was a genuine safety recall, if this was something that was genuinely thought about, something that was genuinely put out there to actually secure the health and safety of young adults. I would legitimately be behind this, but I know for a fact that that is not the case, <laughs> which makes this entire thing pretty fucking sad. The issue that I'm having with this for real, for real, is that my country seems to like to do things 
that are reactive and never proactive, right? They always have a reaction to something that's going on and then make a decision based on that reaction, which is the dumbest thing of all times. That would be like if I stepped on a Lego and now my interpretation of all Legos is that they should be burnt to a crisp because they only cause pain to feet, right? That, that, that's the equivalent of what my government does. One incident will happen and they're like, oh, fuck that. We have to do something unless it comes directly into conflict with their lobbyists. Right. Which is crazy as hell. Because this whole 21 raising of the cigarette thing, I actually find to be interesting. When again, as many people have pointed out and will continue to point out, military service age is 18 years old. And that's not even one that I bring up the most. I don't even, that is an issue because it's like you telling me that at age 18, this guy can go fight and die for civil liberties, but he can't enjoy a cigarette, a tobacco. That's pretty fucking weird, right? The aspect that I focus on the most that threw me off with this whole raising the age down to 21 is that at 16, with your parents' permission, you can get married in this country. So by that same standard, if I had enough money at that same age, I could own a house, which I have to pay taxes on. Right. You know what I mean? So I'm just kind of like, so you're telling me that I can pay taxes, own property and do all of this stuff. But can't get cigarettes. You're telling me that I am responsible enough to claim ownership, but not responsible enough to handle tobacco related products like you know what i mean like it's a weird situation because at the same time at the age of 18 you're telling me i'm responsible enough to buy a fucking shotgun which can take lives but not a cigarette that's weird to me you, you're kind of doing this weird thing with like giving me weird levels of responsibility and also restricting what i find to be very 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 indiscriminate and like super like non-plussed issues in society like why are you taking away those issues for me in society don't take those away that's weird that would be like right now if all of a sudden just out of nowhere they were like hi you know what um we we out of nowhere we we think that uh instead of you having to be 25 to rent a car we think we're gonna raise that to 30 and if that happens, you'll be like, why? I don't understand. Like, it doesn't make sense. It, it's not a solution to any problem because you still are saying that people can rent cars. So renting the car isn't the issue. You think that the age of the person behind the car is the issue. Now, we'll stand the test of time and we'll see if that's the case. But at the exact same time, I want to point this out with this whole tobacco ban thing and blah, 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 blah. There has not been an advertisement in this country about cigarettes and or smoking devices, I believe, since 2003. I think the last time I saw a commercial even about cigarettes or anything of that nature was in the year 2003. Most advertisements to do with cigarettes, cigars, tobacco of any kind is usually found in written things, articles, journals. Things of that nature. It's usually advertised in that manner and it's advertised in a way to not even bring attention to it. Right. People have still found their way to cigarettes since then without the advertising on the TV, which leads me to believe that people will find their vices whenever they fucking want to. No matter what the government does, 
that shit is not going to do anything. People seem to believe that you can just make up a law to stop shit from happening. That is not the case. I will argue with any politician about that. You can only make law to control the flow of how that shit happens. You can't stop shit from happening. Okay? Because that works so well with cocaine and heroin and pills in this country, right? Because it's not like it's crackheads here. It's not like it's cokeheads here. It's not like it's people dying from some opioid crisis in this country, right? Of course there is. You can't stop crime. You can only control the shit. And it seems as though my government refuses to fucking acknowledge that shit. Most other world governments have acknowledged that shit, that it's a thing of you have to control that. You can't outright get rid of it because that's not how human beings work. You have to control it. So instead of saying, hey, weed is illegal, how about you say this? This much weed is illegal. You see what I'm saying? Not that weed itself is illegal. Having this much of it is illegal. That would be something that would regulate it. That would be something that in the long scheme of things, you could still get people arrested for it for because there were people who were going to still have more than that amount. But the general populace, once they understood that law, will be like, well, shit, if I can have an ounce or less on my person and not be fucked up by it, then I'll just get an ounce. Like I said, there are going to be a few douchebags who will be like, shit, I'm still going to get me a pound. Arrest them. That's clearly distribution numbers, right? But the pound thing, I mean, I'm sorry, the ounce, just give me an ounce. You have to learn to regulate and control crime, not try to make laws to get rid of it. It doesn't work. It just does not work. At all. It works so well with prohibition, right? Because the moment they said alcohol is banned, that just stopped alcohol. It's not like speakeasies just came a, a thing. And it's not like there was some guy named Al Capone who ran most of those speakeasies and was a bootlegger and smuggled alcohol and booze from here to goddamn Istanbul. It's not like he did anything like that, right? Of course not. Of course he didn't do anything like that. It's not like they had to make a whole nother law to get rid of the prohibition law because it was so asinine and stupid. <laughs> I mean, there's no record of that, right? I hate to be this guy, because I'm going to just go out and say this, though, in regards to all of these new laws that are being written. Um, of course, it's just reaction from the previous generation who will do anything to snuff out any hope that the future generation legit has to make any decisions regarding their own future. That's that's just the 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 the, the meat of the whole fucking pot, that for real. Like, this just it. But... I feel that people, this is about to sound completely morbid, but I think people need to understand that the things that are designed and put in place in front of you are not designed to make you excel. You know what I mean? Like I have to stress that enough. I'm not saying as though things that the government do are specifically meant to hold you back. In some instances, they are most definitely Jim Crow laws. Most laws of that nature that affect any person of color, they are designed to hold that person back. Now, that's just my own morbid interpretation of the way that this world is set up. Again, I do not validate this opinion, you know what I'm saying, by giving it the stamp of truth. You know what I'm saying? Again, this is just my opinion. But I do feel like that the things that are set in front of us are meant to hold us back. And like I said, I don't think it's meant to make us fail if you inadvertently fail from it. It was because of that, but I don't think it was designed to make you fail. It was definitely designed to hold you back. Everything that the government has done up until this point, I feel like was designed to hold us back as a nation, as a people, for real, for real. 
I know certain things like civil civil liberties and <clears throat> social services and stuff like that were meant to help. I feel like they were meant to help people at the time because most of those services and their policies, regulations, rules regarding them have not been updated in quite some time. And even when they are updated, it's usually shit to reflect the time, right? The moment that shit like that get updated is usually to target people of color, which depend on who we fight with at the time. That's the person of color they go after. So if we fight some Middle Eastern people, all of a sudden Middle Eastern people are targeted. If we have some issue with any Latinos, all of a sudden any Latino group is targeted. Just It just works that way, right? Every time. You just pick a new person of color to kind of start some shit with. That's usually how it goes, right? <laughs> or you just pick a class to fucking go after, and that's usually how it goes, right? So all of a sudden, if you want to go after the middle class, which don't exist no more, you can. Bleed them the fuck dry. So now you have rich motherfuckers and poor motherfuckers, and that's usually it. Everything is designed to kind of hold motherfuckers back. It's not designed to kind of propel you forward. It's just not. It's just not. Hell, I actually saw that Bill Gates himself said that the amount of money that he has shows that this country is not balanced and fair for everyone. He said it, and he's a rich motherfucker. He said it himself. So I'm just like, yeah, most things they do are designed to kind of hold us back. And again, the cigarette thing, I feel like is another one of those things that held us back. Because it wasn't just cigarettes. It was any tobacco-related product, especially because it related to the vaping industry, which, if I'm not mistaken, given the amount of companies I saw, were started by a younger generation of motherfuckers. There's a lot of 21, 22-year-olds who started these companies. That might have been something that kind of got into the crawl of the fucking tobacco company. It was like, fuck it. Even if we have to go down with you, we cannot have you motherfuckers out making us in money. And we are a long-standing traditional company who has been tied to this country as much as George Washington has, right? So they said, fuck it. We would rather do a self-inflicted gunshot wound to the head knowing that we'll take you out with us who are standing directly behind us instead of having to do the suicide mission alone because that's what the fuck it seems like to me. The moment that this vaping industry stuff started to even be reported with negative shit like people dying and, and stuff like that, all of a sudden, that it turned into let's 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 put them both together, the vaping and cigarette industries. Let's put them both together. It's the same thing now. We're gonna put them all together. Let's ignore various research from other countries and stuff like that. We're gonna put all this together. And again, that's more of one of those things designed to hold you back and hold you in place, not let you be propelled forward. To me, but again, that's my own morbid thinking. The wild card round of the football playoffs is fucking over, and two of the most touted fucking franchises are out that bitch early. The New England Patriots are fucking out. They lost to the Tennessee Titans, and the New Orleans Saints are also out. They lost to the Minnesota Vikings. So right now, the playoffs are looking like the Green Bay Packers versus the Seattle Seahawks. The Minnesota Vikings versus the San Francisco 49ers. The Houston Texans will play the um, Baltimore Ravens. And the Tennessee Titans will play the Chiefs. Hopefully I got that right. But yeah, man, that's what it's shaping up to be, man. This is shaping up to be quite an interesting um playoff scenario there are two teams in it right now who are everyone expected to be there right the 
uh, Ravens and the 49ers. But I don't think no one expected Minnesota to be where they are right now. And I damn sure know no one believed Tennessee to be where they're at right now. So it's pretty interesting, man. It's shaping up to be quite interesting. For those of y'all who don't know, I'm a Seahawks fan, so I'm going to have to just ride with them. They're playing Green Bay. They're going into Green Bay to play. I think the Seahawks-Green Bay matchup is probably the best one out of the ones that I just mentioned because the Seahawks, if I'm not mistaken, are 7-1 on the road, and Green Bay are 7-1 at home. So this is going to shape up to be an interesting one. Although my team is plagued by injuries of various sorts, uh, we're playing some very, very good football, and I think that Russell Wilson plays his best under pressure. Aaron Rodgers been talking shit about us whatever since the famous, you know, the, the the Monday night game, of course, with the the famous wrong call, whether it was a touchdown or not. And then in the playoff game where Russell Wilson threw four interceptions and still came back to win and said that God is looking out for him sort of thing. Aaron Rodgers been having shit to say about that since it happened, and that was years ago. So this is going to be an interesting match. I'm going to have to, you know, look out for that one. Uh, I'm going to ride – you know what I'm saying, with my Seahawks the entire way through. You know what I'm saying? I uh, hope we do make a Super Bowl run. That'll be interesting, I feel like. Um, what else? Uh, uh, AFC side, man, of course the Ravens are just undeniable at this point. You cannot deny the amount of talent on that team, the the the, the bounce back, man, from what they were to like now. It's almost like they didn't miss a beat um, getting a new quarterback in and having him be groomed and replaced. Um uh, what's what's the dude's name? Uh, Joe Flacco. So I'm like, that's that's pretty good, man. Like they they had the greatest like fall off of all time because it might have been for like a season or two, and then that was it. So that's pretty cool. I, I'm looking forward to seeing what they do. Although for me, it's two sleeper teams in the AFC that just I'm not getting no respect. It seems like the Chiefs for me, the biggest sleeper team in the AFC, and the Tennessee Titans. The super sleeper team of the of the uh, AFC. The Tennessee Titans have Derrick Henry, who just cannot be stopped, and Ryan Tannehill plays decent football when he needs to. I don't feel like he needs to be fucking Brett Favre out there throwing for 155 million fucking yards. He could throw for literally 174 as long as the defense fucking stops the team, and as long as Derrick Henry can't be stopped, they'll win that game. And I swear to God, man, I don't think teams can stop Derrick Henry. I think that motherfucker is like a train with legs. You cannot stop this nigga. His forward momentum is just so much, like, it's, which is crazy because this nigga is running into linebackers who were built for that shit, and them niggas will get ran the fuck over. Like, they can't stop this nigga. So, man, like, that's the sleeper team for me. I don't give a fuck. The Tennessee Titans are playing in a way that I've never seen them play, even when they were good. Even with Steve McNair and Eddie George on the team, these niggas are playing in a way I've never seen played by that franchise ever before, my nigga. So, I would legit have to say they are one of these sleeper teams to me. I'm really, if the Super Bowl end up being two teams that no one expected, I would watch the fuck out of that Super Bowl. I know none of you niggas would because you always look forward to the big game between the two best teams. But my brain tells me that if two lesser teams beat the two best teams, that those are the two best teams and we're about to watch them play. But none of you niggas will see that because you care about the record. Right now, for a fact, dead ass, if the 10 and 6 Minnesota Vikings had to play the 9 and 7 Tennessee Titans, I'd be like, whoa, this hands down about to be poss possibly one of the best Super Bowls I've ever seen in my life. And I will stake my freedom on that shit. 
I would go back to being a slave, my nigga, like if, if it ended up not being a good one. Because I know for a fact it would be a good one. You got two teams who started off on wild card rounds who got everything to prove, and they have proven it by making it to the final stage, my nigga. I'm telling you, that would hands down be glorious. But that's not what you niggas want. You niggas want to see the fucking Ravens playing the 49ers. You know, that's cool. Again, that's cool because the records and the stuff that they've done in the regular season definitely shows that we want to see them play each other for the ultimate prize. But I always have, like, underdog games better. You know, watching two teams who wasn't even supposed to be there get there and then watching them fight to see who should remain at the top is going to be fire for me. For me, that's going to be fire. I don't want to see a 10 and 16 play a 16 and 0 team like on some Patriot shit again. I want to see the two run of the mill teams play each other and show who is the greatest out of that bunch. I think that'd be awesome as fuck. But that's just me. I won't speak about the war that's going on in Iran, the impending situation that's happening. I won't speak on any of that other than I'm going to say to the troops i hope you make it home safe i hope everything about your journey is safe and i hope you get back home so your family's safe other than that i have nothing to say about this situation i won't speak on it at all because this is not how i'm gonna start off 2020 going into some shit that's been going on between my country and the middle east since the fucking 70s you know what i'm saying like that shit predates me i'm not even gonna get involved in it that's between an old motherfucking man in the White House right now and some old niggas in the Brown House, whatever the fuck they call that shit, and I ran like that for real. So I'm not about to get involved in that shit. I'm not even going to have no opinion on it. All right? If two old niggas want to fight a war with each other that outdate them, <laughs> then y- y'all have at it. You know what I'm saying? Y'all niggas go get on the front line to fight each other. Other than that, I don't got nothing to say about it. But... All I'm going to say is, 2020, I don't give a fuck how you started off. You're going to be the best year for me and for everyone else involved. Whether no one has told any of y'all this or not, 2020 is going to be the year that you get everything done. It's going to be the year that everything turns around for you. I don't give a fuck what anyone else says. I'm telling you right now, this is going to be the year that defines who you are as a person. This is going to be the year that make or break your future. This year is going to decide what course you're going to take for the rest of your fucking life. Heed my word to it. So if anyone ain't told you this shit yet, I'm going to tell you, man, have a good 2020. Have a good year. May you be prosperous in it and may it come to fruition. All right. I know I ain't never been no sappy ass nigga. I ain't never said no shit like that. But we need to hear that shit with the way that this year started off. So I'm going to give you a bunch of positivity going into it, man. This show, yeah. So go ahead and get into it. You ain't played a lottery yet. Play that shit right now. Win that shit. And remember that I said so you can break me off some money. You know what I'm saying? But go ahead and play the lottery. <laughs> but, man, for real, for real, this y'all, yeah, man. Enjoy it, though, man. Enjoy everything about your life at this point, though, man. You only get one.